All right, welcome everybody to the Kicks at the Castle podcast. Um, this is season two, episode eleven, and it's the podcast run by sneakerheads. Um, as John would say, um, welcome to all happy place. I already messed that up. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got a normal podcast today. As you can tell, John's not here, so I will be picking up the hosting duties. Well, we do have a special guest, Ruby, and I got Matt with me. Today is St. Patty's Day, so I'm going to say top of the morning to you. <laughs> oh, man. So, hey, I have a random story about that. I got a text message about um, going to a, a store. You had to have on a green shirt. You get 30% off. I showed up with green sweatpants on instead of a green shirt. And I was like, oh, man. Did they gave it to you? Yeah, they still gave it to me, man. Oh, I was going to say, dang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we're going to jump right into pickups. <laughs> I pick up. We gonna go on things hit or miss, and not just shoes. They can be Disney or shoe adjacent. Um, Matt, do you have any pickups this week? Um, yes, I do. I didn't even open them yet, so um, I'm gonna open them right now. Oh, this one's from Nike. Oh, this is uh for you, Irv, as you can see. Oh my! Yep. Concepts. Nice. I appreciate you guys it. saw on the live cop. Me and John got lucky. Were you both going for yourself? No, I was I was hoping out Eric. I know he really wanted these. So but yeah, I mean looking at them now, these are very, very clean. They got like denim. I don't even know what other materials these are. But uh supposedly the uh the I don't think it's these ones, but the heavies are they are not vegan friendly, Irv. Yeah, so, that's what um, yeah. I think Chris, yeah. yeah. Chris, Chris uh pointed that out. So just uh just a warning. But uh this is pretty cool. Guitar pick. Oh, that's nice. Not my favorite of the three, but these are definitely a clean player for sure. All right, and next up, I honestly have no idea what the next box is. Oh, I know what this is. Just by looking at the address. I can't, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say where I got these from because he helped me out. But shout out to the homie. I didn't really want these, but he hit me up and asked me if I want them for retail. And I couldn't turn down a retail pair. So as you can see, X on the box. Oh, you went for it. And there we have it. Air Jordan 1, Rebellionaire. Did I say that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, it's just like a shadow, shadow one, obviously, with a whole bunch of writing on it, and then the band X on the back. Gonna be completely honest, I really do not know the story on this shoe, but um, apparently, it's pretty dope because a lot of people want this pair. And I mean, looking at it, it's pretty dang clean. I'm still kind of iffy about it, I don't know. If I'm going to keep these or not, probably <laughs> trade these for a Supreme box logo, the Burberry box logo. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we will see. But um, shout out to the homie. I can't say his name, but <laughs> he you. will not be named. <laughs> I got one pickup from um, the absent team member, John. I haven't even opened them up yet. The Yeezy slides. Oh, dang. So, he sent those over fast. Yeah, they got here pretty fast. Of course. John sends a map. I appreciate it. Dizzy Mary's Nights. Yeah, oh, got a oh, Pim Cup. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the ochre. Oh, I he got you the Onyx pair for some reason. Mm. So I'm, I'm those on yet? 
No, this is my first time opening the box. But I have been wearing like steel toe boots all week. So yeah. I am going to show up to the job site with these on tonight, 100%. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these feel so, man. I'm, I'm officially part of the Yeezy game, man. My first pair of Yeezys. Slides, oh, really? um, yeah, I don't, I don't have any other. I've never worn the Yeezys, man. So um, I appreciate it, John. Thank you, sir. All right. So now we got Ruby. She's got a uh, pretty big order. She yeah, flexed so- out everyone on the. Uh, on the discord when this dropped yeah so for some context i'm a huge drake fan a drake stan if you will um so definitely when i saw the ovo disney collaboration i had to have everything in the collection that's just how i am um so one i'm wearing the hat which i got also in red but it hasn't arrived yet so it's got a um embroidered mickey and and the embroidered owl and then this is like an a patch that's on the front of it. It's just really good quality. All the stitching is really nice. Uh, I got this tee, which I love the font on it. Um, I wear a lot of black, so I got everything in black, despite there being a lot of other colors. I don't know if other people buy OVO stuff, but whenever he does like cards, they're always like thick patching. So I don't know if you can really tell, but it's like a really thick Mickey oh, patch, really yeah. textured. So they're really nice. And the the sweatshirts that he uses are always really thick and nice. Um, I have another collegiate one that he did, which is like OBO and Letterman's. And so I kind of figured this was going to be the same. So I like this one. This is just the hoodie. Um, And then it's just got the little OBO owl. So this one's a little more discreet. Then I got this one, which is very similar, but it does have the lettering that I like from the t-shirt at the bottom. Um, And again, this is all embroidered. This is like a letterman patch um but this is just embroidery the obo part um this is a crew so i like that i got the gold just because sometimes i want to feel fancy and so i felt like this was just the fancy one um i wear a lot of gold i have gold in my teeth i wear gold glasses gold all in my chain gold all in my ring gold all in my watch don't believe me just watch so i just i like this one um on the back of this one is where they have the gold of that font and then the OVO owl. This one is like uh, painted on. So this one is not embroidered on the back. Uh, then, that was going to be my question. <laughs> yeah. The gold one is the painted on the back. Um, and then probably my favorite thing that I got from this is the hockey jersey. And I'm not a hockey fan, but I love hockey jerseys. I love the way they look. So it's just like super nice. The hockey Mickey, um, the OVO around the bottom waist. That is so dope. Yeah. It's all like really nice. So yeah. So it's really cool. I can't wait to wear this to the park in a couple or next week when I go. Uh, There's a few other items that I got that didn't come yet. So I got the lunchbox, a notebook and a mug. Uh, I love lunchboxes, so I was kind of excited that there was that. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited. And that's what I got from the OVO collection. And then some other pickups. So, Irv, like you, I got my first pair of Yeezy slides. Uh, so I got these ones. And they're comfy. They, they make my feet feel really wide. So I don't know, like, how much I'll wear them out. But they're super squishy and comfy. So I, I think I'll wear them a lot inside. I got... Um, the Oreo Yeezy's in. Confirmed app loves me. I get a lot of luck on there, unlike sneakers app. So sneakers hates on me forever, but confirmed is usually pretty nice. And then I'm a big 
Tyler, the Creator fans? All my life, I've really liked syrup. I just liked eating waffles all day. Have you ever had bacon and uh, syrup? I'm not finished. So I got these um, snake skin. They're not actually snake skin. They're just like normal Converse. But I like the like translucent sole. These came in like a baby blue and a baby pink. So those were my pickups this week. It's a lot of stuff for me. <laughs> busy, oh, busy man. for the delivery men. <laughs> That's dope. Those, yeah, that I feel like... Yeah, I feel like in the Discord, like every time I look at cop, it's always like you just boom, 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 something new. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a shopaholic <laughs> and, I, and I have more than yeah. one addiction. I've got a sneaker addiction, lounge fly addiction, um, and then anything <laughs> yeah. Drake related it is I'm there for. That's interesting. All right. Um, are we ready to go into Newsies? Newsies. Newsies is, I guess, just new Disney news or shoe-related news. Up first, we have the new addition to the Polynesian Resort. Is that yeah, right? I didn't, I didn't know about this until I saw someone post about it because someone posted like a like a tweet or a meme, and I was like, "What are what What are you guys even talking about?" I think it was Ken that told me he was like, "Yeah, they're building like a new like smaller resort, basically like where the in between like the wedding pavilion and basically like where the Aloha Dinner Show is." So basically, okay. they're they're bulldozing all of that and then building like a new, I guess, resort there. It looks nice, I guess. I mean, I guess they're just trying to fit more people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. And I mean, I'm, I guess I'm not against that, you know, more more space people stay at the Polynesian. Um, it does. I don't know. It doesn't really look like the other buildings to me from the concept art, but it looks the dope. Polynesian is the one where they have a lot of like DVC villas, right? Yeah, it, it, they do have. Well, they're the ones that have the, the bungalows in the back. So like on Bay Lake, they have like an individual like little bungalow with like a hot tub. I want to say it's like over the water. You can't really, you can't like jump in the water though, but you have like your own like, not balcony, but it's like a little patio type thing. It's pretty dope. I've never stayed in it, but I definitely want to. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, I figured out, you know, it's not a bad thing having more hotel rooms, I guess. I wouldn't sneer down at that. Um, Continuing with the theme, it looks like there was some Toy Story Hotel art plan to replace Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel at Disneyland Resort, which I I haven't ever been inside um Paradise Pier Hotel. Have, have any of you guys? I have not. No. Um. I, yeah, I've been I to have. I've been to Disneyland Hotel and I've been to well I've never stayed there but I've been to uh Cal or Grand Californian. Yeah, I never stepped into Paradise Pier. I haven't really heard bad things about it. I yeah I can't really talk much about it. But I mean I, I guess. Toy Story is is pretty cool. Um, I kind of wish they didn't do like an IP though, and just kind of keep it original. Yeah, but, I mean, new things. Some sometimes new things are are pretty cool. I, I mean, looking at the artwork, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess the concept art is nice. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like I guess I agree with you about the theming. I don't know if it should have been Toy Story, man. I wouldn't even consider that new by you yeah. know standards, but I feel like they push Toy Story everywhere. Which I mean, I'm not against it, but I don't know if they need a Toy Story hotel. I kind of see more if it was inclusive of like just Pixar in general. Like I love Toy Story, but I'm a big Pixar person, and so if it was like Pixar themed, I would have been super so. I mean, I'm pretty excited about it anyway because I do like Toy Story, 
I used to actually live down the street from Pixar in Oakland. And I like love driving by there and seeing all the, the different characters outside. So I think that's what would have been cool if they like expanded it beyond Toy Story. Um, but the concept art does look really cool. So I think, I think it's an upgrade because Paradise Pier is nice, but it's kind of like, like, I think it's kind of plain. If I'm going to go and stay at a hotel, I'm going to stay at the Grand Californian because it's just nice and it's connected. But even if I wasn't going to shell out the money for that, I don't know if Paradise Pier would even still be my first choice because it's just kind of like a nice Disney hotel, but it's not anything special. I could see what they're kind of do, uh, what they're trying to do, though, because that's like the only resort that overlooks Pixar Pier. And yes, I do agree with you if they, they should have done it like more Pixar instead of just limiting it to Toy Story, because I mean, mm-hmm. I guess like it, it would be kind of cool going or going to, I guess, Pixar Pier and then going back to the room to your room that's Pixar themed. And then you're like mm-hmm. looking out the window and then you're looking at Pixar Pier. Like, I think that yeah. would have been dope. But then again, this is concept art and it is by wwnt so we don't really know if it's true or not it's not official by disney so it's true who knows yeah maybe it'll be a pixar hotel i think that'll make sense that that sounds yeah. dope. all right next up was the, the first look at the air jordan 5 concord which i'm just not opening now i'm not a big jordan 5 fan in general they don't look too special to me matt how do you feel about them i mean i agree with you i'm not the biggest Jordan 5 stand like a lot of people are is is too much of a bulky shoe for me. I mean, it looks like I mean, according to the article, it says it's like a supposed to be like a grape five mixed in with the fire red, I think. Right. I forgot. And that's what I was thinking. It looks like the grape fives. Yeah. I mean, they could have just kept it as like a Concord, like a black and white shoe, I guess. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I think the purple, like when I saw it, I was like, wait, did they mix up the photo? Because I felt like I was expecting black and white. And I was like, this looks like a grape. What's going on? And then, yeah, I'm not the biggest five. I like threes and fours. Ones are my favorite, but threes and fours. The the tongue on the fives always like makes me look shorter than I am and is like extra cankles. So I'm like, no, I'm good with that extra. (laughs) That's that's the same tongue. That's the same reason why I don't like fives either is because they're so bulky and it's like a high top. And yeah, that tongue, like it just makes me look short. <laughs> yeah, man. Fives, they feel they feel and look like kind of like boots to me. And um, I don't know. They just never been comfortable enough to like chase after them because I, I would never wear them. That's all for newsies. Now we're going to the um, fit of the week. Dripping is a nine to five job. You know, I'm a weatherman out here because it's 100% drip, 100% daily. Every week we pick a post that um, that we were tagged or had the hashtag kicks at the castle is used. And this week it is Lexi on the radio chilling at Epcot Flower and Garden Festival and a meeting unique low tea and Spartan Dunk Lows. Man, I need to get a pair of Dunk Lows. Um, if you guys would like to be featured, be sure to use the tag Keep Cats the Castles or tag us in your Disney Fit Picks in the park or not. And for Land versus World. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Um, each week we pick a landmark or aspect from Walt Disney World and Disney Lord Resort and decide which park has it better. This week we are going to do parking situations. This is a pretty good tap topic. Um, Ruby, um, how would you describe parking at Disneyland? So I drive a lot to Disneyland and park because I'm only about a little bit over an hour away. And parking for me is usually pretty easy. I actually park at one of the like small hotels that's across the street. 
and usually just walk over. If I can't, if for whatever reason they're sold out, which usually I go on weekdays and they're not, then I'll go to the the parking structures. And they just brought back the tram. Before they brought back the tram, it was like terrible. Like I'm not going to walk over a mile from the parking structure or wait for this shuttle. So that's why I started parking at these like little hotels across the way because it's the same price as the parking structure. And it's literally a five, 10 minute walk, depending on which one I parked at. I did just park though at the parking structure a couple weeks ago when I was there because they had the um, tram running and it was pretty easy actually. And I like having access to the tram drops right off at world of Disney. So like after my park day, I went to world Disney hopped on the tram and got in and out of the parking garage really easily. So I felt like it was better than I remembered. I hadn't parked in a structure in a long time. So is better than I remembered. Have you experienced Disney World parking? So the last time I like really went on a long Disney World trip was when I was a kid. And I just didn't think about parking because my parents were dealing with that. And I was just excited about life. But I will say I was, I did go to Disney Springs in January. And the parking situation I do recall being annoying, mainly because the signage was kind of off. So I turned on a street before I was even actually supposed to turn. And then I was like, ah, crap. So then I made a U-turn. Then I went out and then I was like, oh, there's an entrance here for valet, but it actually wasn't valet. And so it just took me around and back out to that street that I had already accidentally turned on. So then I had to come back around a third time now and actually get into the parking structure. And once I was in the parking structure, I think I know which valet you're talking about, (laughs) but it was like, I was just like, I was so excited just to like, have any time near Disney World that I was like, just let me in. Like, I'll just leave my car, abandon it. It's a rental car. I don't care. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was a little annoying as far as like the actual parks though. I don't know. I guess I'll see. I'm going to go in a, in May. So I'll see a little more what I think then. Um, How much is parking at Disneyland? 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Oof. I don't if even you know how much the, it is here. I think it's if 25. If you have the highest magic key, it's, it comes with your magic key. But if you don't, there's no discount on it. It's just 30 bucks. Man, I don't know when the last time I paid for parking. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, because I, I want to say, yeah, parking is 25. So I, to be honest, yeah, I don't even know how much <laughs> parking is because I never pay for it. So because, <laughs> yeah, yeah it it's the same like, thing like annual passes. It, it, it comes included with um, with your annual pass. But I heard that doesn't downtown disney have a separate parking lot and you have to like pay by the hour or something like that yeah they how do. much is that that's mad expensive it can end up being like if you actually park there all day i think the max rate was like maybe 50 or 60 bucks but if you pay per hour who i can't recall what it was per hour but i did look it up because this last time i was planning to do the parking structure and i was like okay i gotta make sure i don't go to that downtown yeah. disney one and get ripped off but i remember it being pretty expensive even for hourly rate but i mean the included parking in the higher cost pass like i i'll definitely upgrade to the highest pass next time because the parking is worth it alone for how frequently i want to go and no blackout dates like that's the only regret i have with getting the pass that i got it's like parking's not included so that's why i was like i'm just gonna park elsewhere because i have to pay anyways and i might as well yeah. be close enough to walk can you upgrade or not you now, can but they're sold out of the highest passes. So you can't like upgrade right now to that one. But I bought my pass like right when they dropped. So I'm thinking by the time I'm due for um, upgrade, other people's will be due for upgrade. So they'll probably open it back up 
Yeah. Yeah. I would say for me, um, I mean, I've, I've definitely experienced both Disneyland and Disney world. I would say the only one that is like in, in Disney world, that's like kind of sucks to park at is, uh, is magic kingdom compared to all the other parks because a magic kingdom, like it is, it is literally a trek. Like you got to park in their parking lot. And then you either got to take the tram or walk over to the ticket and transportation center, which then you got to take either a monorail or a boat just to get to the gates of Magic Kingdom. So, yeah, (laughs) that's the only one where it's like dreadful to park at. I mean, compared if I had to choose which one is better, I mean, I, I would still say Disney World because we don't have to deal with the parking structure. We don't have to deal with like stairs or escalators. When you park at the at the parks, you can literally just park and then walk to the front of the of the gate. Besides Magic Kingdom, but I mean everywhere else is is pretty much it's pretty easy. And Disney Springs too. Our our I mean I know our structure is is pretty um is is newer. So I mean it is kind of easier to find a spot because they have like the numbers and then they have like the the sensors that tell you if if there's an open spot or not. So you're not like wasting time like going around trying to find a spot. You can just see which one is open basically yeah they have those at the disneyland structures also they have the lights at the top so you know i mean usually they have people directing cars anyways yeah. but you can see the lights to know which one's parking or not um we were at Disney springs last time and i didn't even notice the lights and carter was like it's one down there i was like bro how do you know you like it's a green light <laughs> yeah. bro thank you for doing your job back there <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think i agree with you matt i mean i definitely feel like the idea of parking outside of Disney, like how Ruby said, at a ho- at a different hotel and walking there, I couldn't even imagine that concept. You know, I definitely think, oh, that's cool. But I agree. I think like the parking overall here is, is pretty simple, man. When I went to Disneyland and I went to that parking structure, I was confused. When they charged me for a parking, I was extra confused. I was like, oh, I forgot that I have to do that here. So um <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel like it, I, maybe I'm more used to Disney World, but I think it's a little bit easier. And since John isn't here to go the other way, I'm just going to declare Disney World the winner. <laughs> uh, do you ever, Ruby, do you ever park at the Toy Story lot that John always parks at? Yeah. So that's the one I don't like parking at because it's hella far and like you have to take a shuttle. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, I got to wait. I got to like park. I got to walk, wait for the shuttle, and then I got to drive there. It's like a little over a mile away, or I could walk from there over a mile. And there's literally a hotel that's way closer that I just park at. And it takes me 10 minutes from parking to, to the gate. So I'm like, I just, I don't really park there. If I ever needed to like charge, I have a Tesla. So like if I need to charge for some reason, I might park there because they have charging there, but I, I usually can make it on a charge home and back. So um yeah i don't park there often but i have and i don't like it i did park there the very first time i went to um to disneyland i guess like as an adult and driving myself i didn't know where i was going and then i just saw that parking lot the toy story parking lot so i was like okay i guess i'll park here and then everyone was like no you gotta park in the structure it's easier and blah blah blah. and i was like i don't know whatever <laughs> yeah yeah it's easier because you don't have to get on the the shuttle buses and then yeah like the trams from if the trams are running the structure is like the tram just drops off right there so it's just way easier let's catch up with trips on property with trips and drips oh. we move too fast it can slime me as ever life is too grimy y'all watch for the devil 
This is simply where we talk about our recent trips to the park or our last trips or planned trips. Matt, did you make it out this week? I did. Um, I thought I wasn't going to, but uh, on Monday, which was high day, 3.14, I really wanted some pizza that day. So we went to Springs and got some pizza ponte. I got a slice of pepperoni and Emily got a slice of cheese, which is Pizza Ponte is the best quick service pizza place that you can get. If you're if you're looking for like a New York slice, like n- nothing like fancy with like all the toppings and stuff, like just like a regular cheese or pepperoni slice, best pizza that you can get is at Pizza Ponte. Coolest thing you can get to New York or up north pizza, better than Blaze. Yep, I said it. But yeah, uh, we went to Springs, got some pizza. To be honest, I don't even remember what I wore because I just got off work, so I was probably wearing I was probably wearing the the Panda Dunks. Honestly, I, yeah, I think I was. Um, but yeah, that that was it. Just Springs. All right, um, Ruby, have you taken a trip to Disneyland recently? Yeah, so I went a couple weeks ago. Um, I was actually was there the same day John was there, but we didn't. We missed each other and we were probably like eating at Lamplight at the same time. It was super cold that day. I was planning to do the food and wine festival and I did get my t-shirt already, which I love because it's the color of wine. Um, But also I just think the graphics are super cute. I got my pass or my sip and saver pass, but the lines were so long. I didn't even bother with it because I'm going next Tuesday with my partner. And so he and I usually like to try everything. But yeah, I went a couple of weeks ago just did a solo day, which was really fun. It's kind of my first time just going by myself, not meeting any friends or bringing my partner. And I really liked it. I wanted to do uh, Soren since it changed back to California because it's my favorite when it's California. So I did that. It was my first time eating at Lamplight Lounge. I got the lobster nachos. They were really bomb. And then for Sip and Savor, they had cookies and cream donut holes. And those were really, really good. Uh, so I liked that, except for it was so cold, but the donuts warmed me up. So that was nice. But yeah, I'm going next week and I'm pretty excited to try all the different foods I've been watching to see which ones people are recommending and which ones to stay so, away from. So John's uh, tip didn't work the middle? No, uh, it does work. So that he's right. I did that for Lunar. So what you can do is like if you just that day was like so packed that I was like, oh, I don't even want to do oh, it. It okay. was like the, it was the first Saturday yeah. that the fest was going on. So even the middle lines were long and I wanted to eat at Lamplight. So I was like, well, I'll probably just save my sip and savor pass for when I come. But yes, that tip does work. I did that for Lunar and I learned it probably like halfway through my trip. And it's because one person was like, oh, are you getting something from another booth? You can just order it now with your tabs. And I was like, oh, okay, that's way better. You just have to remember to keep your receipt because they'll like check them off your receipt, but it's way better to do it that way. And I told a few people about it this time when they were in line buying their sip and saver. I was like, do it this way. It's way better. I actually did make out on property. I went to um, Epcot on Monday. Yeah. Went to Epcot on Monday. Oh yeah. Because the kids are they're out of school from spring break. And the day before we watched Ratatouille, which is not one of my favorite movies. So they were real hyped about riding the ride after had like just seeing the movie. So we went to um, Epcot to do that. Um, they did do the dag. I forgot to get the little map paper where you go around and look for Spike. I can't think of the name of it now. So they did that when you go around, you try to find Spike, like you had to try to find Figment at the, um, the the other festival, at the Festival of the Arts. So they did that. And then 
what else did we do? Did they find oh, all found, of them? No, they found like half and the lady gave us <laughs> Yeah, they they pretty much like, I wouldn't say they gave up, but it was just so crowded and it was yeah. so hard to get around, man. I was like, geez, I can't stand spring break time. Yeah, man, it's um, it's crazy. Like, I can't even, like, I want to say, like, I, I don't even know when my next visit is because there's like literally no reservations. <laughs> yeah, man, it was, um, it was packed. So we we walked around and then we get to Ratatouille and then as soon as we get up there they were like oh the ride's down <laughs> we walk to the we walk back to the stroller area to get the stroller and then we see people rushing inside and the, literally by the time we get back to the stroller the ride came back up oh, and I was like I rarely get upset at Disney World but I was kind of mad I was like man I, did she did she like ask it was literally like two minutes between the ride coming up and but it was pretty cool we hopped in line and we didn't wait that long so we ended up riding it again um I still think it's a trash ride. Did not enjoy it at all. <laughs> is it the goggles um, though? Or is it the <laughs> No, I don't like I don't like mice. I don't like rats. And I feel like they're not cute in any form. Yeah. And it's like one little part of the ride where you see like the eyes behind the boxes. Oh, it was that's very creepy to me. <laughs> <laughs> what about Mickey Mouse, man? Yeah. The biggest mouse. Uh, <laughs> Our, our celebrity Mouse. who we're here to talk about. <laughs> Mickey Mouse stands up on two feet, wears shoes and pants. Remy is literally scouring on the floor underneath the stove and mop water. Yeah. It's, I cannot, I don't know, I'm not a fan. My and, partner, he's the same way. I, I'm like the person that can find cuteness in all creatures. And he's like, it's a rat. Why are we watching Ratatouille? It's a rat. Like rats are nasty. I'm out. And I'm like, but he's so cute. So I feel like when we finally go ride, I don't even know if he's going to ride it with me because he's like on the fence. He's like, I don't. Yeah, I'm not down. I just don't like rats. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. So he might share your sentiment. Yeah, I mean, I, hopefully he rises just so someone else can be on my side and be like, I agree. <laughs> Definitely not. You know, I don't know, man. It's just it's not fun to me. The kids love it. They absolutely love the ride. Um, They love the movie, but it's just not my vibe. I don't know. I didn't like it. So. Oh, they went, we went to the playground. So they have like a little playground area over in Epcot and the kids had fun. But again, it was so many kids and it was one like little thing, like you kind of spent around and it was one girl on there literally just screaming stop the whole time. And whenever they stopped it, she was like, why did you stop it? And they started, and she was like, stop. <laughs> is that <laughs> playground? Is that year round? Like, is that there all year? Is it just for the festivals? Just for the festivals. And then they, they usually switch it up. It's not even the same one from um, Festival of the Arts. So, um, but um, it's fun, man. They have enough chairs for like enough for the parents to sit down and chill. They have um, umbrellas out there. It was pretty cool vibe. Um, we ate a few things and that's it. We didn't stay too long because the kids started flag football. So they had football practice. Oh, nice. It was horrible. But I, I'll say that after the podcast. It was it was funny, but they were petrified. You know, all right, I guess that's it for the trips and drips. Now we're going to go into the DMs. I was happy to see this question. What is the greatest dessert of all time? So I did hear this on um, shout out to Canada Got Sold True to Size. I did hear this on their podcast last week, and I'm I was kind of surprised and a little upset that no one mention my dessert i'm gonna let you guys go first but yes this is not disney dessert it is just desserts in general damn 
I'm a sugar fiend. So that's real tough. Like I'm, I'm like seasonality comes into play, but oh man, if I had to pick one dessert that I could have for the rest of my life, I'm probably going to go with like a fresh made peach cobbler. Like mm. I just love me some fresh peach cobbler. I just got it's strawberry season. Um, and I live in North County, San Diego. So I'm right by Carlsbad and they have a strawberry farm there and they have all these jams that they have like this, this peach one that I just got. And it's like a peach cobbler jam. And oh, it's so good. It made me want like a fresh pie. So that's probably what I'd stick with. Oh, I like that. You know, I'll go, next. Really good. I'll go next. Cause I'm like right in the same boat as you. Um, my mother-in-law makes this dish called apple brown Betty. And it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a cobbler and man, I'll eat it all day. Um, I saw her make it one time and it's so much fucking butter in there that <laughs> it should not be illegal. <laughs> but it's so good, man. The crust she makes is so good. And it's kind of like almost like an apple pie, but with a cobbler type of feel. And um, yeah, shout out to my mother-in-law. Um, when I come up to Atlanta, I would appreciate it if you would make me some. So it, it's app, it's like peach cobbler, but apple. Yeah, and except the the crust is more like really, really like crusty. It's not like a a pie shell. It's really, really crusty. Uh it's delicious, bro. Sounds fun. Well, mm-hmm. when you go to Atlanta and you get it, you have to post a pic in the Discord because I want to see that. Oh man, I will. And, and <laughs> yeah, and she um she loves like that's like our little thing. So she loves making it for me. So like I definitely next time, right? Oh, and actually, she I think she's coming here. Like next week, we got the next. So I just have the ingredients ready and I get it to make some. That'll work. All right. So for me, I'm surprised no one has has said this, but like chocolate cake, man. Just a regular plain old chocolate cake with chocolate icing. Like you can't go wrong. Like it is literally the goat dessert. Like a nice moist chocolate cake. Like even like from uh we just went to like uh portillo's the other day and they had um chocolate cake there and that their chocolate cake is bomb and they have like this chocolate cake shake which is so good i don't know if you guys ever been in portillo's um it's uh it's based off in chicago but they just opened up here but yeah like i mean or even like a homemade chocolate cake is freaking bomb but yeah chocolate cake i mean i like chocolate cake like a lot and i like chocolate a lot But the thing like why chocolate cake for me probably doesn't do it over the top is like there can be too much decadence in chocolate cake. And like I've never had a piece of like peach cobbler served to me where I wasn't able to finish that piece from like the tip to the crust versus like there's been chocolate cake where I'm like two bites in and I'm like that was bomb but like i can't take another bite because i'm gonna go into like a sugar coma and like pass out so that's why for me like i love chocolate cake but is it like the dessert that i can stick with forever my favorite um i'm not i'm not oh look Uh-oh. who just came in just in time what's up what's up what's man what's going on you so, uh oh no there he is hotel room oh, man it like um, you just descended from heaven with that light behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're just getting into the DMs and we're talking about the greatest dessert of all time. Wow. Greatest dessert of all time. Is it my turn or do I get to think? 
No, it's your it turn. Your turn. Right now. Turn. <laughs> so okay. Ruby's what did, what did you was know Peach Cobbler. I have no idea what hers was. It's a apple brown Betty. Apple brown Betty. Oh, okay. And then mine is chocolate cake. You know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be basic. I really am. I, you know what? I like a scoop of like French vanilla ice cream after a nice meal. To me, that's just a, a nice way to end it off. Um, Rip. And <laughs> nice way to end it off. <laughs> oh man, that was great. <laughs> Well, John, John's computer shut down, so we are going to move on. Keep on moving. All right, so I guess we'll, we'll jump into the, the games. Um, Ruby, oh, wait, no, ready? man. What do you mean? You forgot your segment. Cheese. I can't say cheese. I'm vegan. Oh, I'm sorry. Lettuce. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> How are you going to forget your segment? Oh man, cause you know what? I didn't put the bowl. So I was going through and it looked like with my um recent trips and drips. All right, man. It is the segment, the plant-based option of the week. Every week I make a plant-based selection for those looking for some in-park food options. Um, this week I went to the refreshment outpost booth and got the new house-made Italian sausage and pepper poutine. It was nine dollars. I I do not know what poutine is supposed to look like. But this was literally just the sausage and peppers on top of French fries. Um, I don't know what that doesn't. No gravy? No, no. I mean, it was just, I mean, the sausage, I guess, was kind of gravy-ish. But it wasn't like gravy. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't soaked in the French fries. It was just, it looked like somebody took it right off of the poutine. Yeah. So, like, it was funny, man, because my wife was like, it's plant-based sausage so it wasn't real sausage it wasn't gravy so it wasn't real poutine she was like it really wasn't even what they said it was it was just sausage with fries but it tasted pretty good um it was where, where was this at at the oh it's at the out refreshment over there next to where the starbucks is when you okay yeah yeah in between starbucks and canada in canada yeah, yeah they had a yeah. traditional poutine and then the plant-based poutine and um i said it wasn't I don't know what poutine is supposed to be, but for nine dollars, it was decent. You know, it didn't taste bad. Would John like it? You know what? <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. because um, it wasn't like I know you don't really like the fake meat and possible meat, but it didn't really taste like that. It did have a real like sausage taste to it. So I, I don't you know, like ground sausage or like ground like sausage, ground sausage, ground like ground sausage. I feel like they could have easily put that into like a gravy and made it more yeah. like poutine. No, it literally I feel like it's not poutine if there's no gravy. Yeah, I don't. I don't it it really just looked like we just, need to get just like the ground meat. The judgment. Yeah, I need yeah. to act about it. <laughs> All right, yeah, that was it. Like I said, it was nine dollars. It was pretty good. I would get it again. The festival lasts a long time, so I'm sure I'll try it again because I'll be hungry out there. But I got a few other things I want to try too. <laughs> I'm excited about a couple of the plant-based options that I'm going to try at the food and wine festival. Cause I do, I like trying to eat plant-based at least a couple of days a week. I like, I actually like some of the fake meats. Um, I don't like touching meat when I cook it. So when I cook, I actually prefer cooking with um, some of the plant-based meats, but I like when other people cook meat for me. So then I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you live close by, I'll have to throw something on the trigger and have you come down. Oh Yeah. 
anybody who cooks for me on the track, I'm down. <laughs> like, whatever yeah. it is, I'll eat it. <laughs> All right. Now, let's jump into the games. Ruby, are you ready? Uh, I have anxiety about this trivia. I'm, like, notoriously... <laughs> A person who freezes on trivia my my partner and i play a lot of games and then whenever we play trivia ones i just like freeze i'm like i don't know i give up and he's like but you know it you gotta try <laughs> something so we'll see how this goes <laughs> hey um the the trivia is pretty tough but i am pretty lax we're gonna jump into disney or datney Everybody knows the first question. I am reluctant to ask this question, but Ruby, we want to go Disneyland or Disney World. He coming back right in time. (laughs) I mean, y'all know the answer. I got to go Disneyland. And Disney World is amazing. Don't get me wrong. But Disneyland, like the ability to be able to experience the magic of Disney in like one day and feel the lasting effects of that for like weeks it's such like an attainable thing. Whereas like when I think of Disney world, I know y'all go a lot cause you live close by and you like pop in for things here or there, but just think like, it's always seems so overwhelming to me. Like I'm like, okay, I don't like mentally prepare for Disney world. Cause it's so big. And like, I get really like excited about everything where like Disneyland is just like, I don't know. It feels like home. I've been going since I was a kid. I'm from Las Vegas. So I always drove to Disneyland growing up and I can just go for the day and like have that lasting, like, ah, I had Disneyland for the day magic. And if I'm there for a couple of days, it's even better, but I don't have to do that to really feel like I got the most out of it. Tell, tell her if it's nostalgic. He likes it when you say that. <laughs> it's super nostalgic <laughs> for me because, you know, I grew up going there. Little baby. Plus, it's Walt's home. Come on. I know that's your other favorite thing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, we shall continue. He don't care about Walt. Uh, that's not true. I'm not saying <laughs> I don't care about Walt. We ain't got to have this conversation now, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Ruby. So Jordan won or Dunk Low? Oh, Jordan one all the way. Jordan one bread is my favorite shoe of all time. Um, but I'm a big Jordan one girl. I have a ton of them. Um, I like me a dunk low, but not as much as a Jordan one. I had this written down before you said, and then you say you just took like your first solo trip. Um, would you prefer a solo trip or a group trip? Uh, I really enjoyed my solo trip. I think I could get used to it, but I... I like turn into a child when I go to Disneyland and I like feeling like I'm with my friends when I do that. Cause I just like revert to this like happy childhood feeling. And when you're with friends through that experience, like nothing beats that, but there is something really cool about going to Disney alone because I feel like I see a lot of stuff that I don't see when I'm with friends. Like I just notice more and that part is really cool. I think I could get used to doing more trips for that aspect alone. It's, it, I like solo trips, but um, it's it's two different vibes and they're both equally fun. And I feel like I like to do both of them equally too. Um, moving on, Funko's or Loungefly? Ooh, that's a tough one. Wow, I hate that question. I guess I would have to say Funko's only because there's like a broader reach with Funkos. Like there's like pop culture stuff that I love that like, I'm not going to have like a Wayne's World lounge fly. Like 
It's not going to be like Wayne and Garth, but like I have like the full, like the hockey ones versus all these other ones. So I would say Funko from that perspective, like, again, I'm not going to have like the dude from the Big Lebowski as a lounge fly. Like if they made that, I'm down, but they are not. So like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Is that available? <laughs> let's let's just put it out into the earth so that maybe it'll become available but um that's why i would probably end up going with funko's avengers campus or batu hmm. uh, avengers campus is really growing on me i don't know why i just i i'm not even like a big marvel person to be honest i mean i love spider-man but i don't know i've been going the last few times and it's just really growing on me so Maybe just like throw a kick in my life. I'll I'll say, Avengers Campus. Avengers I'm Campus. with you on that. I you know what I I can go to Disneyland two or three times and not step foot in Batu, but I'll definitely hit Avengers Campus in that time frame. Of course, it just yeah. Like regulator. <laughs> <laughs> that regulator man. <laughs> it brings them in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next, I have Air Max or Yeezys. So. I got to go Yeezy on this one. Oh, you're breaking Irv's heart. And And I knew better than the Axis. And the (laughs) only, let me, let me explain though. So I love Air Max on like everybody else, but for whatever reason, for like the majority of my life, whenever I would wear an Air Max, I felt like it made my feet look really small. And like, I looked super Humpty Dumpty in them. And so I was just always like, I don't look good in them. But in the last, two years I've kind of gotten over that and I bought a lot more Air Max and I think it's just like a conditioning thing I'm just like oh they're like they look normal on me like they do anyone else but I have like a ton of Yeezys and they're so comfortable I've been buying Yeezys forever and so I think just from like a longevity perspective I'm going with Yeezy but I'm I'm turning the corner on Air Max and I'm starting to get more and more now that I feel comfortable wearing them. What size shoe do you wear? How does it make your foot look smaller? Do you, do you wear like a five or something? I don't even have that small of a foot. I just feel like, I don't know why they make my feet look really small. And people will comment on it and they'll be like, you have really small feet. And I'm like, yeah. I actually don't. Like <laughs> I, I, for a woman, I don't have small feet. I wear like a seven men's or a seven and a half, depending on the shoe. Okay. But for whatever reason, when I wear an Air Max, people are like, wow, your feet are really small. I'm like, they're not. They're normal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. My last one, which I, I'm excited to ask you is um, would you rather give up Disney for a month or give up eating meat for a month? Oh, I'd give up eating meat for a month easily. That's easy. I was a vegetarian for like nine years. Um, so that's not that hard for me. Um, the, the thing that brought me back from being a vegetarian was chicken wings, honestly, because I feel like <laughs> No matter that, that Tab's downfall too. Early. Listen, that was exactly the reason Tab went back. She was like, it's, "I'm sorry, nothing comes close to chicken wings, nothing. and I must return back to where I come from." And then she, <laughs> and, and that's like she literally, that's like the only thing she eats really that's like you know not plant based. And I've tried, I've tried hella other chicken wings, like the fake ones, and it just it's just not it. Mm, but not and it. I, like, chicken wings are one of my favorite things. So it was like nine years of not having and like exploring all these fake ass chicken wings. I was like, this is trash. Like I need to <laughs> in my life. And then I was like, nah, I'm just, and that's why I said, like, I do eat plant-based a good half the week because it's not that hard for me. There's certain things like, like an impossible patty for a burger. I'm as cool with that as I am with like a regular patty. I'll take either or and like 
be happy with my burger. But like a chicken wing, when I want some wings, like I want some wings. <laughs> I can I can definitely agree with you on that. All right. Well, that's it, man. That's Disney or that knee. Um, Matt, you ready? Ruby, are you ready? I think that's the question. <laughs> all right the disney hype trivia i mean just some disney sneaker questions maybe a drake question Mm. but uh all right question number one what is the name and address written on the goggles found in finding nemo uh okay the goggles p sherman 42 all of you way sydney is that on the goggles Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yep. I, was sure. I was like, see, I doubt myself when it's trivia. I'm like, I have the hat. I was I like, I hope she gets this like, because... Is it not the goggles? Is this a trick? <laughs> I was like, I hope she gets this because we talked about this and you made a post about it. <laughs> yeah. So, P. Sherman, right. 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Uh, Matt, as you told me, if I ever do decide to have a kid, I should name them something with a P so they could be P. Sherman. Yeah. My last name is Sherman. <laughs> Um, all right. Question number two. What is the most popular souvenir purchased at Disneyland? Is it A, a Mickey lollipop, two, a Disneyland balloon, three, a popcorn bucket, or four, Mickey ears? Man, I feel like just like from a like production and cost perspective like you almost got to go lollipop because it's like the most accessible like that or balloon maybe i mean i guess i don't know how much balloons cost but ears not everyone can get ears i feel like what was the other one there was lollipop oh the popcorn bucket Hmm. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go popcorn bucket actually actually mickey ears wow that's surprising yeah, yeah. i just feel I, like I, I was surprised like... too when i saw it um but yeah, yeah. it's it's mickey ears that's he's, not surprised. Um, he's, he's not spending money on those popcorn buckets for the kids <laughs> man well i think we, we probably get like two a year we get like two a year man you know I'm that's saying, Irv, Irv, Irv's not, Irv, he's not a sucker he doesn't get it every time they drop no nah, nah, like, nah. unlike me <laughs> I guess the the ears is kind of understandable, though, because it is kind of like because you can get them custom made and get like your names on them on the back. So it's kind of like a sentimental thing. I get that. But I guess the reason why, like, okay, I was thinking like every time you go to Disneyland, like think about the people who already like go all the time and maybe they're not trying to like get that souvenir for memory. Like you get popcorn all the time when you go to Disney. It's like a good snack for like families to chew on or like lollipops are like inexpensive and kids i feel like are always screaming for lollipops and balloons so yeah ears just surprised me because it's a little bit higher of a priced item so to think that that many people are buying ears is a little surprising but it's cool i wish i could wear ears i can't because they give me a headache with my glasses um so i can only wear like a traditional ear hat but like the headband ears i just i can't do it i wish i could surprise they don't do sizes with ears because i hear a lot of people say that they're too tight on their head yeah. Like they need a small melon and a large melon. Yeah. And like consideration for people that are four eyes. Cause it just like presses into the back of my head and I'm like, 
Oh, I have a headache. Or does yeah. it hurt your glasses when you wear your ears? Um, I do not wear ears. I don't even know if I've ever even tried a pair on. Um, I think Tab has like a pair, but her head is pretty big, so she doesn't like them either. Yeah. Watermelon head. <laughs> mini mini ears or Mickey ears? What's the difference? What well difference? so the mini ears is just the headband. The Mickey mm-hmm. ears is like a whole like cap. Oh the Mickey ears I think are fine for me because but like the string. So like yeah, I don't like the oh yeah. No, that's like more <laughs> like, so like but it doesn't or, or not trying to wear chin strap. <laughs> 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 That thing, I, I we got it at Disneyland, and that thing annoyed me. The I couldn't, I don't know how people do it, right? Literally, yeah, I think like, they do make them, or I guess you could just leave them in. Or if you, you head, just you need know, to bring yeah. some bobby pins, just do a little clip it right into my hair. Yeah, yeah, bad. those ones don't hurt my head, but the the mini ears, the headbands definitely hurt. Yeah, after a while. Yeah, I've heard that. Many but they're times. cute. All right, next question. How long did it take to construct Disneyland? Was it six months, a year, two years, or three years? Hmm. Maybe a year. I'm going to go a year. It was one year. To be exact, it was one year and a day, but yeah. Year. Yeah, I kind of remembered like on that show on Disney Plus where they talk about like Imagineering the different rides yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I kind of remembered them saying, and I remember being surprised by that, but then thinking like at that point it was like much smaller, so it does seem feasible. Yep. All right, next question: True or false? You can buy a pair of vans on Disneyland property. true yeah know. it's true yeah. there's a store i guess in downtown disney called Tr- Girl, uh, california soul they, they also have the curl surf oh uh, yeah that makes sense yep yeah well, there's another I mean, store yeah it's called curl surf it's uh it's kind of by the the uh sun, the sunglass hut whatever uh, uh, starbucks okay. on the on the world of disney side it's a little surf shop oh uh, yeah that, a, yeah i know what shop you're talking about uh, they got a yeah. wall of vans back there yeah, I mean it's California, man. We need our vans. All right, and last question question. Drake disguised himself with what prop on his date with Tyra Banks at Disneyland? Ooh, that is a very obscure Drake question. Okay, he disguised himself with what prop? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. I knew that he did go on a date with Tyra Banks. Wow. I have no idea. And you guys want to take a guess? I don't know. I didn't even know this took place. So. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know either, so I looked it up. <laughs> but um, so it is a mustache. So he had a whole team um put on makeup and disguise him with makeup and a mustache, which later came off in like two hours. This is back in the day when he was like all baby face straight before he had his like super chiseled beard all the time. 
I think it said it was like 2013. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's prime babyface Drake time. Well, don't take my stand this away. I still love Drake, even though I didn't know about his fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. Yeah, that's it. Thank you for playing the Disney hype trivia. Um, it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. So thank <laughs> you for being kind to me. <laughs> so wait, are are we doing or is Ur doing the interview or John, since you're here, are you going to do the interview? I didn't prep anything, but uh, I would like, I would love to talk to Ruby because I, I haven't talked to her yet. So Ruby, why don't you tell us about the love of Disney? Where did it come from? How did, how did you get started? You mentioned as a kid in Vegas, was it an annual? How often did you go? Yeah, so um, I grew up in Vegas, and you know it's not that far of a drive to Disneyland. Um, me and my cousin, who are about the same age, we just like always were Disney kids, and our moms took us every summer. Um, so we used to go on a trip, and then when I became a teenager, it was like a thing where like we got our licenses and we can like drive to California on the weekends. And so as a teenager, uh, from Vegas, got, yeah. Our parents let us drive. We drove the four and a half hours, a little over the speed limit, but the four and a half hours to get there from Vegas. And we'd always do it as like a big group of us. And actually, um, Felix, who you guys know, her and I know each other a long time um, back from Vegas. We share a lot of the same friends and friend group growing up. We were like, you know, into the same kind of music scene. So, yeah, just lots of like friend trips to Disneyland. Growing up, we used to like be those badass Disney kids that would like do the fantasy land, like take the scepter from Alice in Wonderland or like take the apple um, from the rides and like, let's not get caught. Um, So that was always really cool. Like, oh, someone already got the apple because it's not there. So, yeah, just like always loved Disney. When I went away to college in New York, I didn't have access to it. And then I moved to the Bay Area after that and didn't have as much access. And a couple of years ago, I decided to move to Southern California. Um, and now I live a little less or a little more than an hour away. And so like that has re-sparked the joy of being able to go. And my partner, he's actually from born and raised in Orlando. And so he didn't really grow up like being a Disney freak, despite living in Orlando. He like won like an Imagineer award when he was a kid. And that's like one of the only times he went to Disney World. So like getting him to go to Disneyland with me is also like been really fun because he was kind of like, I don't really like it. And like the last few times we've gone, he's like, "Okay, I really like it now. And and this is where the whole Disneyland of like being able to experience it in a day like really factors in because he's his perception was like, uh, Disney World was so overwhelming. But now he sees like we can go to Disneyland for the day and like do plenty of stuff. And like you don't feel like dead dragged at the end of the night. So that's been really fun. But that's that's kind of my Disneyland journey. Nice. So what's, what's an ideal day at the parks? Are you a rides person? Are you a food person? Are you people watcher? What do you, what do you try to get in? I definitely love getting on a couple rides at least. Uh, I'm a big food person. So I like to try whatever new foods people are talking about. And I'm a shopper. I love shopping. So I love seeing like what kinds of new things they have in the shops. And like, I just love collecting things. So if I find cool little things here and there, that's always really fun for me. And that's something that I look forward to. I always like leave at least a couple hours to do shopping while I'm at the park. You get along with my wife. <laughs> are you are you into the have you got into the wishables at all you know i like have a problem with things where i can't 
see what they are um, because I, I like don't have good boundaries. So it's like, if I say I want something and then I like try to get it and I don't get it, I'm literally that person who's like, I'm not going to be defeated by this and like would buy the entire lot just to like find this one thing. And like knowing that about myself has kept me at bay. There's been a couple where I've like, you know, the Halloween like characters that they come out with, like I wanted a bunch of the haunted mansion ones. And I like went to the Halloween town or whatever it was that had them. And I like bought the whole thing and got three of what I wanted. It was just like raged for a week because I couldn't find the other ones. And I was like, <laughs> I'll pay resale for these things. Where is StockX for this when I need it? So I try to stay away from the wishables because I, I feel like it could be a really slippery slope for me. I get that. And I, I'm addictive like that too. That's why I don't buy any Funkos. I've been, I've been yeah. given a few, but I won't allow myself to buy any. Cause I know I, I know I won't stop. Yeah. It's, I recommend you don't start because it's a really bad habit for me. Yeah, like, it was, it, and that you can see, and they like appease to everything you like. So anything you have an interest for, you can find a Funko for. And that's, that's hard for like collectors in general is like, if they tap into your interest and you're like, I need every version of Mickey Mouse Funko. And it's like, here's 800 of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of addictive, I'm looking at the top shelf behind you and uh, you, you do have a lounge fly problem. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Yes. Um, I <laughs> wow. So what, what's a bigger problem? Shoe releases or lounge fly releases? You know, probably shoe releases because lounge flies, like if there's a lounge fly that I want, I usually don't have so much trouble getting it, but sneakers are hard because if there's one that I want and I don't get it, I like end up paying resale and that's just like painful and expensive and frustrating. And I just don't find that same frustration with my lounge flies. Like anyone that I wanted, I've been able to get. So sneakers is harder. So you, you didn't, there were none of the limited, didn't they have, they have some limited, limited ones from time to time that you've been able to They do, them. but they're still not so hard. It's not like, like there's, there'll be local shops that will have them or like you, they do a lot of pre-order, which is nice. And so it'll come out, okay. but you like might have to wait because a small shop only is going to get like four, but they'll do pre-order. And if you got in, they'll, they'll get it to you somehow. It just might take a little longer. So are you, are you a rage copper? Like if you miss the release, will you like get on StockX in the next 15 minutes and hook it up? Or Well, you- I'm blocked from StockX, so I won't oh, be no. getting on there, <laughs> but I will... <laughs> I now is that StockX rage. blocking you or would that yeah. be your partner blocking you? No, that's StockX. They don't like me. Yeah. So Uh-oh. I, yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, I have to ask a follow-up question. <laughs> How does one get banned from StockX? So, you know, I'm going to have to put StockX on blast here. I bought a pair of, stock, uh, a pair of Yeezys uh, Wave Runners off StockX a long time ago. And the pair they sent me were just totally fake. Like, like not even good fakes, just like really bad. Okay. And I was like, I already had a pair to compare them to. So I also like had the comparison to be like, these are just bad. So I emailed them, Hey, fake, you know, I, I just want another pair. I just don't want this pair. Like, can I send them back? At first they were like, okay, you have to take all this picture. So I did everything they asked, took all the pictures. And it was like, after I sent them the clear evidence that this is fake, it was like, they ghosted me. And I was like having to follow up, like, constantly constantly and it was probably like a month and a half of me being like hey like anyone out there like you know like I'm not even asking for I I don't want to keep these like I'll send them back to you I'll pay for the shipping to send these fake ones back I just want either my money or a real pair and 
literally just like no responding to me. And then I finally sent an email that was like, Hey, I followed your policy. Like, I'm just going to have to take it up with PayPal and dispute it. Cause like nobody's responding. And they finally responded to me and they were like, if you, if you dispute the charge, then we have a policy where we like block you from StockX for disputing the charge because we sent you a product. And I'm like, but you sent me a fake product. Like I'll send you back this product. I don't <laughs> want it. Like I just don't want these fake shoes. And they were like, well, that's our policy. Like if you dispute it. And I'm like, well, then answer the emails. Take the shoes back. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like I sent all the emails to PayPal and PayPal was like, okay, yeah, we're just going to like give you your money back because this is ridiculous. Do you still I have still- the shoes? No, I still sent them back to them. I was like, well, I'm still sending these back to you because I don't know what your problem is. And like, they've just like never let me reinstate my account because of that. And like, I've even emailed them and been like, hey, man, like, <laughs> I, I spent so much money. Like, you want me as a customer because to your yeah. point, I'm a rage copper. Like, if I didn't get it, I'm pissed. I'm ready to spend that dough. So like, <laughs> you're blocking not like, I'm not a good person to block because GOAT gets all my money. And now okay. eBay with their authentication, they're like they get all my money like this could be money that y'all are getting since sneakers is a hater and everybody resells everything i want but like y'all just block me and so yeah i just i'm not allowed on StockX. wow it sucks <laughs> i've had adrian from our group like get me some stuff that I, he's found on StockX that i haven't been able to get I'm like, can you please get this for me <laughs> <laughs> nice nice so. Yeah. Well, how did you get started in sneakers to begin with? How did how did how did how did that addiction grow? That's a, that's quite a wall. There's that's there's got to be got to be 150 pairs behind you, isn't there? Yeah, probably about that. It's like I have a whole stack of boxes right here I'm just, that are I'm not just looking in right there. there yeah, a lot. That's a lot right there. Yeah. Um. Well, interestingly, where is it? So, I have been literally a sneakerhead since I was a baby. So this is my first Nike ever. That's like a bronzed white and leather, uh, white, pink, and yeah, pink and white leather high top Nike. And uh, since I was a kid, I was always just into shoes. I went to private school growing up. And so we had to wear uniforms. And like, I was always the like weirdo kid. And I felt like sneakers were my way to express my creativity, especially really colorful sneakers when I was a kid. Um, and so I've always just been like that. And when I was a teenager, I used to skateboard and snowboard. So I used to hang out at skate shops a lot. Um, that's when I kind of got into like Nike SBs and, you know, I was big Air Force One person back in the day. And it's just always been something that I'm into. I'm not like a heels girl. I don't wear dresses or heels. I, I can walk in heels to save my life. And so Sneakers are just my thing. Always been that way. I blame my mom. I'm like, you did this to me from the time I was a baby. Mm -hmm. So whenever she comes over and gives me shit about how many new sneakers I have, I'm like, hey, this is your fault. But yeah, since I was a baby. Well, um, you'd mentioned that the breads were your favorite shoe. So what did you think of the patent breads? You know, I have the patent breads and I like them. Um, I think of them as like a, a really fancy shoe. So I plan to wear them like like when my work has holiday parties, I always wear a Jordan or some sort of nice shoe. And so I plan to like use them for that, but it's not a shoe I could wear all the time. The, the patent in general, just like smudges and fingertips, stuff like that really irks me and annoys me. 
And so they're very like shiny. Like I've seen a couple of people at Disneyland wearing them and I'm like, whoa, I would like literally never wear those here. Um, they're just very like loud. Uh, so I like them for a very specific use case, but I, I, I wouldn't wear them all the time. I'm just throwing my regular breads. Uh, nice. Nice. DCA. What's, what's your go-to drink at DCA? My go-to drink. Hmm. Well, I don't, I don't drink alcohol. Okay. So I, I don't, but I usually try my partner does, he'll get like the different cocktails. So I'll usually try a sip of his, um, I just get really bad migraines when I drink alcohol. So I just usually don't, but there was one that he got two times ago that was really good. And I was like, Ooh, this is dangerous. I could see actually like drinking a whole one of these and then probably having a headache. I regret (laughs) it was, um, it was over by the monsters Inc ride in that like trailer food truck area. Mm -hmm. There was a drink that he got there. It was like a berry or something. I don't know, but it was bomb. I was like, I would definitely want to drink this asking for a friend. Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll find out. I'll find out what it was and I'll send it to you. But it yeah, was, D- DM it me, was, let me know. So I'm disappointed I got in late. I, I wanted to see the uh, the Oviol Hall, so we'll have to talk. We'll have to hang on for a minute afterwards so I can see it. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, Matt, uh, Matt, Irv, you guys got any more questions? I'm kind of I'm just shooting off the top of my head. That's that's all I can come up with off the top of my head. No, I think I, I wrote down a few, and you pretty much touched. Oh, um, so you are a big hip hop fan, right? Yeah, love hip hop. Yeah. Um, so how did, how did that get started? Cause I know John's a pretty big hip hop fan. So um, I'm also a big hip hop fan. So I like to hear about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up in like around a lot of car culture and, um, so like growing up a lot of car culture, there was like a lot of oldies. And so I was really into oldies growing up and hip hop with like sampling was always fascinating to me. Like I love like the sampling of oldies. And so there's just like producers that I love, like Jay Dilla is someone for me that's like, like mm-hmm. I can just listen to Jay Dilla for the rest of my life and be happy. Um, and so I started getting into like producers who were like sample music that reminded me of the music I grew up listening to. And, and I'm a big vinyl collector too. So that's the other thing that I collect. And I just love like old house DJs. And so there was a lot of times where like a lot of the house DJs that I listened to also like would share a lot of hip hop stuff. And so, which I think a lot of people probably today, when they think of house, they don't think of a connection to hip hop. But when I was growing up, that was what the people that I experienced. Um, And then like, you know, I lived in New York for a while, a lot of, a lot of hip hop culture there. So yeah, just always been into hip hop. It's my favorite kind of music. I, I do have pretty broad taste in music. Like I was like the emo kid growing up in high school who was also like listening to, I mean, I have like a Wu-Tang gold charm on my tooth. Like I, I, but I've always like had that, that kind of shift in me of like two sides of Ruby. And one has always been kind of like that goth emo kid. And then like the, the hip hop freak. So yeah, that's how I got into it really was like just DJs and stuff that I used to listen to and the sampling of, old music is there any uh, disney vinyl in your rec- record collection oh yeah i got plenty of disney vinyl that was funny my mom when she was here for the holidays i was like what record do you want me to put on and she was like something happy and i have like the disney greatest hits vinyl <laughs> i like threw that <laughs> yeah. on and, and it was like bare necessities was on or something and she was like this is exactly what i meant by happy like this is perfect what is this <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I do. I do like having my 
Disney vinyl. I think I have like Monster Inc. and Coco. And then I have the greatest hits, Nightmare Before Christmas. I try to get the special edition ones if I can, but I a lot of times I already have the like regular vinyl and then they'll come out with the special like color pressings. And I'm like, damn, do I really need a second <laughs> copy of this? So that kind of sucks. I probably should wait a little more because like Adrian, he and I, he and I work together and we're good friends, but he always gets the color pressings and I'm like, damn, I already have that album. Like I'm not going to pay another $30 for an album I already have. So that part kind of sucks. <laughs> All right, Ruby. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate your time. We yeah, thank, thank everybody. You. Yeah. We want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to like subscribe, comment, check out the YouTube. You can find us on Instagram at kicks at the castle. Don't forget to tag us or use the hashtag Kicks at the Castle and your Disney fit picks. Ruby, how can the people find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram uh, as at Rubes, R-O-O-B-S-S. Uh, that's where you'll find me. My name is John. You can find me on Instagram at Weekends with Walt. Irv, how can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Main Street Dad. Matt, how can the people hit you up? Uh, you find me at the Disney Hypebeast or TDHB Shop. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This is Kicks at the Castle. I have no idea what episode it is because I'm not looking at a rundown. But uh, we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Episode 11, guys. Episode 11. Peace. Episode 11. Episode 11. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs> I hit stop recording, right? Yep. Thank you.